0: Chapter 6 of Marion the story of an artist's model by Winifred Eaton This LibriVox recording is in the public domain recording by James K White Chulavista Chapter 6 Wallace Ellen's sweetheart had not sold his play but he expected to any day he was however impatient to be married they had now been engaged over a year and he wrote ellen that he could not wait anyway more than two or three months longer meanwhile ellen secured a better position the new position was at a much greater distance from our house and as she had to be at the office early she decided to take a room farther downtown papa at first did not want her to leave home but ellen pointed out that ochelaga was too far away from her office and then she added, to my delight, that she'd take me along with her. I could make her trousseau and cook for us both, and it wouldn't cost any more for two than for one. Mama thought we were old enough to take care of ourselves. For, said she, when I was Ellen's age, I was married and had two children. Besides, she added, we are crowded for room in the house, and it will only be for a month or two. So Ellen secured a little room downtown. I thought the house was very grand, for there was thick carpet on all the floors and plush furniture in the parlor. We were unpacking our trunk soon after we arrived when there was a knock at the door, and in came Mrs. Cohen, our landlady, and a big fat man. Mrs. Cohen pointed at us with a pudgy finger. There they are, she explained. Aren't they smart? Look at that one, pointing to Ellen. She is smart like a lawyer. And the sister, pointing to me, she has come to work and sew like she was the wife, see? She turned around then and yelled at the top of her voice, Sarah, Sarah, where is that lazy Sarah? Come directly. A young thin girl with a clear skin and enormous black eyes came slowly up the stairs and into the room. See, Sarah, cried Mrs. Cohen, there is two girls that is more smart than you. That one, she is just the same age as you, and she makes good money, yes. She makes $12 a week. You cannot do that. Oh, no. Sarah looked at us sullenly, and to our greeting, how do you do, she returned, how's yourself? Then, turning savagely on her father and stepmother, she snarled, And if I can't make money, whose fault is it? I have to work more hard than a servant, even, with all those children of yours. Sarah, Sarah, be more careful of your speech, cried her mother. Did not the God above give to you those six little brothers? You should thank him for his kindness. She started down the stairs, followed by her husband. Sarah, however, stayed in the room, and now she smiled at us in a friendly way say miss what's your names ellen and marion well say my stepmother is the limit gosh i wish we were not jews nobody likes us you ought not to say that said ellen severely the jews were god's chosen people remember gosh said sarah i wish he didn't choose me that evening sarah thrust her face in at our door And called in a loud whisper say girls do you want to see two old fools come on then she led us all tiptoeing into a room next to one occupied by a little English old maid named Miss Dick who gave music lessons for twenty-five cents a lesson and who always spoke in a sort of hissing whisper so that a little spit came from her lips mrs. Cohen called it the watering can Kneel down there, said Sarah, pointing to a crack in the wall. I peeped through, and this is what I saw. Seated in the armchair was a funny little old man, I think he was German, with a dried, wrinkled face. Perched on the arm of the chair was Miss Dick. They were billing and cooing like turtle doves, and she was saying, Am I your little dicky Birdie? And he was looking proud and pleased. Ellen and I burst into fits of laughter, but Sarah pulled us away, and we covered our mouths and stifled back the laughter. When we got to our room, Sarah told us that the old man, Snyder, had come to her father and mother and asked them to find him a wife. Her mother agreed to do so for the payment of ten dollars. She had spoken to Miss Dick, and the latter had also agreed to pay ten dollars about a week after we had been there miss dick and mr snyder were married they had packed up all miss dick's things and were going down the stairs with bags in their hands when mrs cohen ran out into the hall now please like a lady and gentleman pay me the ten dollars each as we made the bargain for i make you acquainted to get married ten dollars screamed miss dick yes you make the bargain with me I made no such bargain cried the bride shrilly we met and loved at first sight turning to Snyder who was twirling his thumbs she said protect me dearie he said I say nothing I say nothing will you pay that debt demanded mrs. Cohen and then as miss dick did not answer she pointed dramatically to my sister Ellen Who was standing with me laughing at the head of the stairs you see that lady she is just the same as a lawyer and she say you should pay pay for your man like a lady that smart lady up there say you should oh oh you old Shylock screamed miss dick hissingly mrs. Cohen was obliged to wipe her face and backing away she cried "'Don't you shylock me with your watering-can!' Ellen and I were doubled up with laughter, and Mrs. Cohen seized hold of a broom, and literally swept bride and groom from the house, shouting at them all sorts of epithets and curses. End of chapter 6 Recording by James K. White, Chula Vista